Filler set from Stevie Lennon. Plus the return of the Head Candy VIP Arena plus much more. For more information and to win VIP tickets, head to thisisgo.co.uk. A blocked drain, a problem with your plumbing? Then call the professionals, Dino Rod. Across Glasgow, west of Scotland and Ayrshire, our team of local drain engineers are available 24-7 for your drainage emergency. For commercial or domestic properties, we offer a fixed price, no obligation quote, and all of our work is guaranteed. Dino Rod, rated excellent on Trustpilot. Visit dinorod-glasgow.co.uk On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say, launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good morning. It's 10 o'clock. I'm Joe McGuire. Dozens of police officers across the UK have been convicted of sexual offences in the three years since the murder of Sarah Everard. Our investigations found at least 119 detectives have been sentenced in 19 forces across the country. Those include convictions for rape, coercive behaviour and possession of indecent images. Rick Muir from the Police Foundation says there needs to be a culture change. It's really important that the police take victims of these crimes seriously and what we've seen is too many examples of where there have been reports against police officers and they haven't been uh, taken seriously seriously uh, as they should Um, and that is disempowering for victims it puts victims off Police Scotland didn't provide conviction data claiming retrieving details of officers wrongdoing would exceed time limits of the Freedom of Information Act A man is dead and a woman's in hospital with serious injuries after a multi-vehicle crash near a bus terminal in Glasgow last night. Emergency services were called to South Street in Scotston around half seven to a crash involving a Mercedes, Vauxhall, Nissan and several parked cars. The driver of the Mercedes, a 26-year-old, was pronounced dead at the scene. Police say inquiries are ongoing. Next, a US official says the path to a Gaza ceasefire is straightforward and there is a deal on the table. Negotiations are resuming in Egypt, where Hamas delegations arrive for talks. Yesterday in Glasgow, two pro-Palestine demonstrators ran onto the tracks at the Emirates Arena, which is currently holding the World Athletics Indoor Championships. In the sport itself, Great Britain's Molly Coddery is the new pole vault champion of the world. The 23-year-old took gold at only her second global event. Being out there in front of a home crowd and, and managed to get a gold, it's just not sunk in and it's just unbelievable for me. I've come such a long way in a short amount of time, so I just need to kind of adapt to where I am and let it sink in. Celtic have the chance to regain control in the league title race with victory away at third-placed Hearts this lunchtime. A win would take them back above Old Firm rivals Rangers, who were beaten 2-1 at home by Motherwell yesterday. Two goals in stoppage time saw St Mirren win 2-1 against Aberdeen, Hibs were 2-0 winners over Ross County, Dundee and Kilmarnock drew 2-all, and Bottomside Livingston finished 1-all with St Johnston. And Ray says she feels like a new artist despite being in the industry for a long time. She broke the record for the most Brit wins in one year, taking home six awards, including Album of the Year. The star parted ways with her record label in 2021 and has since released music as an independent artist. I got to start again. The artist I was three years ago would not believe the sight she's seeing today. And I'm just, I'm in control. I'm my own boss now. Like, do you know what is actually happening? Go Radio Weather with LochLomanTravel.com. An amazing range of breaks from day trips to touring holidays from only £25. Mainly dry and increasingly bright with some sunny spells through the afternoon. Highs of 8 degrees in East Kilbride, Mulgai and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. Hey, it's Miley Cyrus. Go Radio. Number one for Glasgow and the West. I don't want to go and talk too long. No. Wrong, but never said I'm sorry. 
Each other's fires, we just know that we'll be alright. Even though we kicked out the party, cause we both hit everybody, we're the ones they wanna be like. So Close for comfort. I had to cut my cut my bra. She being stubborn. I make it known I'm with you, not undercover. And when I jump in, I'm burning rubber. Iced out body, didn't go to college. Price tag popping, then you wanna bribe me. Don't say sorry, everyone's watching. When you where I am, everything's timing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't wanna be so.
close to me at this goal radio. We also played Miley Cyrus and Jaded and still to come uh, Pharrell Williams and Classic Sunday morning. Happy Monday's on the way in a little while from now. Happy Sunday, everybody. Uh, ten past ten, so Joe Kilday. So we're here to uh, 11 o'clock initially, and then we make way for the Go Radio Business Show, a top show today. We'll tell you all about it in a little while from now. Uh, but you have Sir Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey, and special guests this morning, details of which we'll give you before 11 o'clock this morning. And there's a small matter of winning yourself £5,000 with the Friends of Glasgow Taxis. Oh, Chaba, that's it.
to the Go Radio Football Show at any time on 0808 08 17 17 700.
are so magical Soft skin, red lips, so kissable Hard to resist, so touchable Too good to The girl liked it. It is Go Radio. Pharrell Williams and Happy. Before that, still to come, classic black box on the way in a little while from now. Uh, 10.20 is Sunday morning on the Go Weekend. Still to come, we've got some showbiz. We're going to be talking about Celebrity Big Brother. That kicks off uh, tomorrow. Any last-minute surprises? We'll delve into the, the backstage gossip of what's happening uh, tomorrow on TV1, 9 o'clock. Uh, Bridget Jones, the new Bridget Jones movie is being made. Chat about that. And of course, if you're a Frasier fan and you like that kind of reboot season, uh, Nicholas Lyndhurst have been talking about it on the way shortly. Following a hugely popular UK tour, sell-out runs in London's West End and Edinburgh's Fringe Festival, Go Radio is giving you the chance to win tickets to the stage adaptation of the follow-up to Trainspotting at the King's Theatre from Friday 10th to Saturday 11th May. Set 15 years after Trainspotting, you'll see what has become of Renton, Sick Boy, Begbie and Spud. This is an extremely funny show filled with everything you'd expect from the follow-up to Trainspotting. For your chance to win tickets, head to thisisgo.co.uk. Put some Van Winkle into your 2024. With over 80 fantastic comedy shows during the Comedy Festival, enjoy one of our great events whilst tucking into our delicious Kentucky barbecue-inspired menu. Coming up soon, don't miss our country-to-country pre-event, boozy brunch, country brunch, and so much more. Van Winkle Restaurant and Bar, West End and Barrowlands. Check out our great choice of comedy events and book now at vanwinkle.co.uk. When I only Breakfast with Crofty and Grado. Music makes you money with the friends at Glasgow Taxis. Who is the lead singer of the Killers? Killers or Marlon Marlon Flowers. Marlon Flowers <laughs> is my favourite answer. I know Marlon what you're thinking. Glasgow and the West is waking up to Crofty and Grado. Weekdays on Go Radio Breakfast.
for the holding walkers. People still need cash to buy their freedom.
black box right on time this Sunday morning. Morning, 10.30. This song just reminds me of back in the days to do the, the old DJs, 21st weddings, 30th birthdays, 50th anniversary celebration of etiquette. And this was the, the set he used to play. This is the song just before the buffet. So anytime I hear the song, it's I just want to say the buffet's now open. But it is open. Egg sandwiches, sausage rolls, and indeed, rule of arms. Right, still to come, uh, we have a top show from 11 o'clock today, the Go Radio Business Show. Uh, so Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey, and guests, we're going to be talking about that in a little while from now. All the details coming up shortly. Uh, right, speaking of top shows, tomorrow morning, the Go Radio Breakfast Show returns to business with our good friends at, well... With, with our good friends at Glasgow Taxis, we're going to give you a pile of money to give away. It's, of course, Crofty and Gradle's Music Makes Your Money. Ten music-related questions. You get ten right in 60 seconds. One minute of your time to win £5,000. Uh, we'll have some real good contestants, some some nearer than, than others across the week. Uh, Shona had to go, I think, on Thursday. It's your 60 seconds starts right now. Shona, which Canadian artist released Man, I Feel Like a Woman in 1999? Shania Twain. Which singer was married to Gwyneth Paltrow for over a decade before they split in 2014? Chris Martin. In a 2011 single, Maroon 5 claimed to have moves like who? Jagger. Which Celine Dion song won Best Original Song at the 1998 Oscars? Pass. What Australian soap opera star charted with the song Torn in 1998? Natalie and Brulia. And which year did Robbie Williams release Feel? 2015. Ozzy Osbourne was in what heavy metal band? Black Sabbath. What is the name of the Post Malone song that opens the 2019 movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Pass. Which girl group bust onto the scene in 1996 with Wannabe? Spice Girls. <laughs> Just, just managed to get that one in there. Yeah, six. So that's probably the best one yet, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's one of the best anyway, for sure. If you want to play the game, you can get in touch. Yep, this is go.co.uk. Just head to the bin section and sign up there. There you are. Thank you very much indeed, all those people who have taken part so far. It's been a great week. Uh, tomorrow, it all kicks off again with the friends at Glasgow Taxis. You want to be part of it? To the website, this is go.co.uk. Number one for Glasgow and the West. Go Radio. Go Radio.
Skipper. Scared to be lonely. Peggy Goo before that. It goes like na 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 na. Still to come. Lady Gaga and Taylor Swift shortly. Uh, from 11 this morning, uh, today's Go Radio Business Show with uh, Sir Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey, and special guest this morning, Lord Malcolm Offord. Uh, more details on that coming up a little while from now, but another top show. And of course, uh, more info if you want it at the website. This is go.co.uk. Sourcing top quality commercial vehicles is what we do best. With years of experience and an extensive network of trusted suppliers, we'll source the perfect vehicle for the best possible price. And as an independent company, we supply all makes and models. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, show your man at Cameron Commercials. Taylor Swift. Go radio. Go radio. People dream high in the quiet of the night. You know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, shiny toy with a price. You know that I bought it. Killing me slow out the window. I'm always waiting for you to be waiting below. Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes. What doesn't kill me makes me want you more.
shortly uh, almost 10 to 11 got the gold radio business show just after 11 o'clock details of which we'll give you shortly uh, in showbiz uh, Nick Lindhurst signing another big money deal to do another uh, season as Dr Alan Cornwall uh, at uh, Frasier so that I mean a lot of kind of mixed reviews on that show a lot of people say well it's just not the old Frasier in it but then a lot of people were saying that when Frasier first came on years ago they're saying well it's just not cheers is it so and we'll see how it all pans out but uh, Nick Lindhurst uh, who is good pals with Kelsey Grammer by the way uh, they have um, well they've, they've decided to do another another season so we'll see how it pans out and of course tomorrow night it's all about celebrity big brother X Factor judges Laurie Walsh and Sharon Osbourne do their thing you just know they're, too, they're going to be sitting in the corner talking about everybody they're very tight anyway starts tomorrow ITV1 9pm here's Robbie Girls Aloud I go with you coming up We are pawns, but we've been making money since the day that we were born. Got some slow downs, cause we're low down. Run around in circles, live a life of solitude till we find ourselves a partner, someone 
suction Detox for your brands Overdose of Christmas I'll give it up for Lance My friends are all so cynical We refuse to keep the beats We all enjoy the madness Cause we know we're gonna fade away We got
Carmen, brokenhearted. It is Gold Radio. Girls allowed before that. Call the shots. Good morning. This is Joe Kilday. Uh, back at midday today. Stick around for the Gold Radio business show. So Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hawkey, and special guest this morning, Lord Malcolm Offord. The top team. They're all next to go. Global Eco Energy are your renewable energy specialists. Working with Eco4 and Home Energy Scotland to offer grants and funding, we specialise in heat pump, solar and battery installations, as well as internal, external and cavity wall insulation. Prices starting from as little as £4,995 for solar PV and from £8,995 for a heat pump installation. For a free quote, free survey and to find out more about grants and funding options, call 0800 The Go Radio Football Show Weeknights from 5 With Go Green Property Class performance Obviously getting the 5 goals Easily Rangers could have scored another 3 or 4 Every single player that was on that pitch Performed to their best of their ability And in the stadium as well Paul, there's a real energy about the place And that filters onto the pitch And the level of performance that the players put in was, Was top class The Go Radio Football Show With Go Green Property Offering expert advice on preparing your home for the market on DAB online and on your smart speaker just say lunch go radio this is go radio news Good morning. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Joe McGuire. A man is dead and a woman's in hospital after a multi-vehicle crash in Glasgow last night. Emergency services were called to South Street in Scotston at around half seven to a crash involving a Mercedes, Vauxhall, Nissan and several parked cars. The 26-year-old driver of the Mercedes was pronounced dead at the scene. The 40-year-old behind the wheel of the Duke suffered serious injuries. The ex-wife of Emma Caldwell's murderer says she feared he would kill her after she tried to stop him using prostitutes. Ian Packer's former partner has told reporters he strangled and raped her multiple times during their six-year marriage. She's asking why police investigating Emma's murder in 2005 failed to act when she told them about their violent relationship in 2007. The Chancellor has hinted he'll make small tax cuts in Wednesday's budget. Jeremy Hunt says he took 2p off national insurance in his autumn statement and hopes to make more progress on that journey. And Celtic have the chance to regain control in the league title race with victory away at Hearts this lunchtime. The Parkhead side are without captain Callum McGregor. He picked up a knock during their midweek demolition of Dundee. Go Radio Weather with LochLomanTravel.com Book your fantastic value short break or holiday with pick-up points across Scotland from only £25. Mainly dry and increasingly bright with some sunny spells through the afternoon. Highs of 8 degrees in Barhead, Clyde Bank and here in Glasgow. That's you, up to date, on go. The Gold Radio Business Show is it, it's given us and given the business a voice to say what the Scottish economy could be. I hope that driving enterprise and business is at the heart of whoever is running any government. We believe in people striving, working hard, taking on people, creating the jobs. And we have to make it that we are so attractive for people to come here and to open businesses. But at the moment, it looks like when you listen to startups and scale-ups, it's the opposite. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thomas, good morning. Good morning, Willie. How are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I think we can probably start the show this week with talking about all things budgets. All things budgets, yes. Yes. So the Scottish budget passed and the UK budget is coming up this week on March the 6th. Yeah. So 
do, do you want to remind listeners what the Scottish budget looks like, Willie? Because it was quite controversial. Yeah, well, obviously the headlines in the newspapers over the last few days, and we're probably running from Wednesday right through to the weekend, is all about the, the hue and cry about the reduction in the affordable housing budget. Yes. So for the listeners and anyone interested that... Um, the government have sliced 196 million off of the affordable housing budget. If Sounds I rem- like real money, will it? Well, it is, and everybody is up in arms now. Me and you, we'll have we'll have our say in a minute. But yep. when you've got experts like Shelter, like the Roundtree Foundation, and more importantly, the Association of Social Landlords, so that's all the LHOs and LHAs in Scotland. Every single person saying that this is absolute madness. Right. So we've got a crisis with, you know, homelessness. We've got a crisis with people sleeping rough. And certainly now, I believe that 48% of young people um, looking for accommodation will be unsuccessful. So surely, how can cutting a budget be the answer? And... um if, if I've got this right, Willie, um, multiple local authorities have also declared housing emergencies, Glasgow being the biggest, obviously. Yeah. And the, you know, the local authority is saying we have got an emergency with our housing. We're taking now almost 200 million off the affordable homes budget. I mean, I don't get this, Willie. I mean, no. what would you do? I know we're, we're quite excited today. We've got Lord Offord coming yes. in to yes. tell us where the government's going wrong. But what would you do if you were in charge of this, Wally? Well, the first thing I would do is I wouldn't cut the budget. That's <laughs> right, the first thing. Okay. Right, but, but you're right, Tom. Uh, Glasgow, Edinburgh and Argyll and Butte have declared emergencies. So there's three of them, is so there, right? Sh- surely there's a huge hint in the word emergency. Yep. Right, so that tells you it isn't something that you can take a knife to. This isn't politics, Wally, because... Glasgow City Council's an SNP council, is that right? Yes. Ah, right. Edinburgh's so they have declared that. Yeah. So, right, okay. Right. So, so, it's, so it's not politics. No, no, there is there is various um, leaderships of across all the parties not happy with some of the things that are going on. But this, I think, just dwelling on this for a moment, it's, it's ironic that we are cutting back on housing budgets in the same week when the UK government are launching an investigation into the eight largest house builders in Britain in, in relation to collaboration. So basically they're you know, hinting at price fixing or whatever. Now, Wally, we need to watch. Our lawyers are listening here. I, yes. I can see the red light going on. Yeah. I would a, just like to point out my joint venture partner throughout Winchborough, yeah. where we're doing 4,000 homes, is not on the list. So, yeah. Kevin, you can mop your brow now. Yeah. This is the bigger question. How do we get best bang for our buck? How do we get to a situation where we're going to build the amount of houses that we need? I mean, we've mentioned this before. It, before the fintech boom the barometer for how the UK was doing was all based on how many houses we built that year. That's a fact. Yep. That would be the number one item on the news on News at 10 away back 40 years ago. I think we have to go back to that, that we are building nowhere near 
the amount of houses that we require. And this should be a number one priority for any government at the moment. And, and also, Tom, that the two biggest negatives that we have at the moment, right, that are very topical is one, climate change, and two, is affordable housing. Yep. I think we could turn these two huge negatives into an almighty, enormous benefit. Positive, yeah. yeah. Positive, yeah, because... Why not? The amount of jobs that we could create for young people and apprenticeships, the amount of people we could get back into trades, upskilling people, because we're going to need a lot more people than is available at the moment. We have lost so many tradesmen through lack of training over the past 25 years. It is frightening. And this is an opportunity where we can work with the government, as we said last week, to try and get all the energy that's supplied into the houses in Scotland is clean energy. You know, SSE and and Sea Green, 1.6 million houses could be powered by the the clean energy that we have at the moment, and we're only 1.3 million short. So why don't we have a you know a real push on getting there, and then build better and larger affordable houses? Let's try and copy the European model, where it's not all about uh, it's it's the end of the world if you don't own your house. Germany and Italy don't think that, right? There's no, no, such, thing, no. no such thing as a mortgage. So if we built nicer and bigger houses for people, I am sure we, we use the phrase, oh, we can't go on the property ladder. That's generally used by people trying to buy a house. Yes. So there's hundreds of thousands of people at the moment who can't go on the property ladder trying to rent. Yeah. Right. So let's try and create a society where we build nice houses for people. And another thing. Another thing. Another thing. Let's stop using the word social. Social, right. Right? Let's build nice houses at different levels of affordability. So, not that you've asked me, but if I was in charge of it, Willie, and you know the Go Radio Business Show is a no-moan zone. We can moan, but we've got to have a solution. You've put forward your thoughts there. So if I was in charge of this in the Scottish Government, I'd be getting the people round the table who knew what they were talking about. And I would thrash it out because every growth-led economy comes out of recession. And remember, Scotland might not be in a technical recession, but I mean, our growth rate is appalling. Um, and every time to lead an economy to growth, it starts with housing. And so get the people around the table and listen to them. I know they're saying, oh, there's no money. But, and I really want to speak to Malcolm Offord about this. It's on the one side of the occasion, we tax businesses and people. The taxes keep going up. On the other side of the equation, the government decides how to allocate and spend its money. There doesn't seem to be any effort to look and see, are we getting value for money in spending? I mean, I hate to go back to it, but I did notice the price of the ferries had back up again this week. It's just unbelievable, that one. Look at the money Lorna Slater wasted in the DRS. Is she being held accountable? I hope she will be at the ballot box because that's the only way we can deal with these, you know, lack of judgment on uh, MSP. It absolutely falls at her door. 70 million of taxpayers' money. How many teachers, how many social houses could that have been, Willie? Well, 
You're right, Tom, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned Lorna Slater because to add to the woes of the cutback in the budget, the Green Party in coalition with their partners, the SNP, want to bring a housing bill, right, and, and pass it where they, they believe that they're trying to help tenants and they're trying to m- change all the rights over to tenants. This is a disaster waiting to happen. Yep. This will throw fuel on the fire of the problem because me and you know the investors who have been investing in property, the building of houses in Scotland, will look twice if you put in all these restrictions as to what the landlord can do. This will only cut budgets and bringing in new bills. There is no reason to have to do this. What we have to do is to find a clever way how we can build better houses that come at a more competitive price rather than having to introduce laws to guarantee it. Yeah, this this once again is politicians who frankly don't understand what they're doing. They're writing policy in a vacuum. They're not listening to the commercial side. They won't always agree. Of course they won't. But they've got to understand who is it that pays for all these policies. At the end of the day, it's businesses and it's the individual taxpayer. And they are being absolutely badly represented here. So just to put a balance on it, that the First Minister has said that this the cuts are due to the UK government's cut of 10% of their overall budget. So we'll, we'll, we'll ask Malcolm about that when he comes on, but this is this is the response from the, the government, which we'll have to see if it stacks up or not. But if it is, it'd have been the last thing still had a cut. But on that, it's interesting that the Scottish government have asked for a rates freeze across all the local authorities and some are up in arms because they've been threatened not to get a handout for the government if they don't do it. But it's interesting that Councillor Stephen McCabe from Inverclyde has written to Michael Gove this week asking if the Barnet consensual money could be given straight to local authorities and cutting out the Scottish <laughs> government. So that's created a bit of a stushy. Uh-huh. So that'll be interesting when we get Malcolm on. He's obviously a Greenock boy. So that's interesting that the council leader in Greenock is asking for this to happen. But it sounds like a, another Rami waiting to happen. I've got a funny feeling, Tom, it'll not be the last that we'll be talking about housing. Just to finish on the Scottish budget, um, we're now going to have six different um, tax bans for income tax in Scotland against yeah. three in the rest of the UK. Um, if you're earning more than £28,000 a year in Scotland, you're going to pay more tax than if, if you were across the border in Carlisle yeah. or anywhere else in the UK. Um, this is not the way to grow an economy. This is not the way to see Scotland flourish. And we, the the people out there need to listen and they need to use their vote. I'm not telling you how to vote. I never will, never, never would, never will. But I'm just telling you, this does not grow an economy. So while we're on about budgets, it's been hinted that Jeremy Hunt is maybe, yeah, I said it right, Tom. Yes, you did. Um, right. You were very particular there, Willie. Uh, may cut national insurance contributions this week rather than income tax. Yet again, cut yeah. them, Willie. Yeah. 
and, and again, he won't introduce free, VAT free shopping for tourists. So I, I don't oh, get that one, Willie. That's yeah. such a slam dunk. I don't get why he's not doing that. Maybe Malcolm yeah. knows. Yeah. Um, but I actually get a lot of questions ready for Malcolm here. I hope he's ready for this. Yeah. You know. And what about the, the the news this week about the CEO of Aberdeen, or the kind of asset management company, <laughs> where they've chopped five hundred poor people's jobs but he's getting an extra 800 grand double his wages as a bonus how does that work so it doesn't work Willie it's as simple as this I don't mind people getting paid a lot of money I've paid a lot of my people a lot of money over the years for performance but I will not pay when there's bad performance and if some as you say poor folk are losing their jobs while the CEO doubles his wages in which planet was that right? That is right. not right. Now, to be fair to the guy, under his watch, uh-huh. he has he, he shrank the pre-tax losses for $612 million down to six. Oh, well. I'd have to say, if somebody weren't for me done that, I think I'd be getting him a bonus. Uh-huh. Right? right? I think there might have been a lot more than 500 jobs being lost. But but the timing, it's all about timing, and the timing's not right. Nah. Timing's, the, the, both timing's of these not. things break at the same time. So I think going back to um, Jeremy Hunt's budget, which is coming up this week, um, and it does have an impact in Scotland through the Barnett formula and the Barnett consequentials. It's quite, a, it's quite a complicated thing, but Scotland basically gets part of what the rest of the UK gets. But I don't think Jeremy Hunt has got much wriggle room, really. Even in an election year, when he was wishing he did and he could bribe the voters with um, tax cuts, it does sound a lot of money, but in what I was reading, they think he's only got ten billion. I know that sounds a lot of money, but it's not really. So that they are thinking maybe NI, maybe income tax, maybe fuel duty, maybe cut the growth in the public sector spending. You know, the tax that we're paying over this current parliament has gone up by about sixty-six billion pounds. Now, I understand COVID was in there and there was all the giveaways and there was all the cheap money and all the rest of it. So we we are still paying for COVID. I understand that. But I don't think Jeremy Hunt has got many sweeties to bribe the electorate with. All we can hope for is, is that, that we don't get the markets being spooked again the way they did under Liz Trust when they started talking about announcing unfunded tax cuts. I think Liz Trust was a one-off and I hope and so see all of us so we got news here about the Edinburgh based Logan Energy yeah. they specialise in hydrogen systems and have just received 5 million in funding boosts with more than half of it coming from a Singapore based investment house yeah. great to see that Scottish innovation has been backed by the likes of SE can leverage in international money this is how you do it so Patrick Harvey this is what growth's all about. This is it. And another wee, wee bit of good news, a former Edge winner, Scottish Edge, you heard, and Kingdom Technologies, they raised £1.4 million, Scottish Enterprise, and again, the founders of Skype. I actually had dinner with the founder of Skype um, last week, very interesting fella from Scandinavia, 
And they are producing, Willie, robotic lawnmowers. Now, I, I know you've got a big lawn up in the farm there, so maybe just <laughs> a robot to cut it now. <laughs> I need a few robots, I think. But, it, but it's interesting that we've touched on, you know, clean energy and we've touched on hydrogen. See that a new study from Energy and Climate Intelligence Good News have reported that net zero, the economy, has grew by an impressive 9% in 2023. Fantastic. Right. And this, this for us, this refers to businesses operating in everything from electric cars to green finance to renewables. And this could be seen as further evidence of the growth opportunities in this sector, and especially in Scotland. Well, last week, a few people said to me, Willie's flying the green flag. What's what's news in that? But it was the green energy flag, Willie. I no, I was only flying out. after he too late goes against Murrow last week. It had nothing to do with the climate, I can assure you. <laughs> uh, Scotland leading the world. Come on, we need more of this. Coming next, Hunter and Hockey chat to Lord Offord, Minister for Exports and Parliamentary under Secretary of State. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. new game has landed on Go Radio Breakfast with Glasgow Taxis. Win 5k when we play. Crofty and Grado's music makes you money. Register to play all this week at thisisgo.co.uk. Answer 10 music questions in 60 seconds and you could win 5k. Crofty and Grado's music makes you money with Glasgow Taxis. No hidden extra charge on all booked hires on phone, app or online. Looking for a new sofa? Make your way to the big sofa warehouse. Sorry, it's bigger than that. What do you mean it's bigger? Well, they have quality bespoke sofas and recliners from 699 with over 300 materials in a variety of colours and they can deliver across the central belt. Ah, I see. For your next sofa, make your way to the big sofa warehouse. 75 Barry Road, Hillington. Take Junction 26 off the M8. Or search for us on Facebook. Bought a bad car. Getting no help from the dealership. Don't just regret it. Reject it with Reject My Car. Experts in consumer rights. We've helped lots of let-down drivers like you to get refunds on their faulty cars, bikes and motorhomes, whether new or used. So find out if we could help you. Visit rejectmycar.com today. That's rejectmycar.com. Hello, I'm Andy Little from Gallus Sales and Lettings. We take a bold approach to selling or renting your home. We're a fully digital agency. We don't wear suits. We don't have a swanky high street office. And we don't even drive sports cars. Thanks to our friendly and personal approach, we've doubled in size over the last year and are a five-star Google-reviewed agent. We are Gallus. Gallus Sales and Lettings, one of Glasgow and the West's fastest-growing agencies. Verify at gallussaleslettings.com. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. This week's special guest is Lord Offord, Minister for Exports and Parliamentary under Secretary of State. He's also a Regent of Edinburgh University and a trustee of the Duke of Edinburgh's Award. So Tom, this week we have a very special guest and we're absolutely thrilled that he's managed to make it here in his busy schedule, Lord Malcolm Offord. 
Malcolm, Good welcome. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Malcolm, I'm feeling a wee bit out-titled with you two today. I am the knight between two lords. <laughs> so it's not often I feel inferior, but today I'm inferior. Yeah. So we'll make sure that we'll set the rules right away. It's going to be Malcolm, Wally and Tam, right? None right. of these titles. But he's always welcome to come in for a, a glass of wine in the House of Lords if you invite him, Wally, right? That stuff that we get when we get the subsidy. You know? <laughs> I, I think I'm banned, Malcolm. I think I'm banned. Great to have you here. Let me tell the listeners a wee bit about your story. Yeah, so I was one of six kids and we grew up in Greenock. My father was actually from a naval family in Portsmouth. My mother was from a working farming family up in Aberdeenshire. And actually, it was my grandfather was sent to Hong Kong with the Royal Naval Dockyard. And he was an engineer and he was trying to work out how to get to, um, uh, torpedoes to move in the water. And they had a lovely life out there. And then the Second World War broke out and they got a letter from home saying, you've got, to, you've got to come back. And apparently my grandmother was devastated because I was really enjoying life in, in Hong Kong. So you got to come back. And then the last line it said, by the way, you're being posted to Greenock. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, where the hell is Greenock? Right? And of course, it turned out there was a big munitions factory down in Greenock that's where right. all the missiles were being built. And that's why my grandfather ended up going there. So I was a wee English family dropped into the, in, in the Greenock and just at the wartime. Yeah. Wow. And, how, and how was that experience growing up in Greenock? Well, I mean, I, I, I had a great childhood there, I have to say. Uh, I mean, I was, I was born just in, in, on Bank Street, just at number 33, and I went back there recently, and the wee tenement there still standing. And I was born at home, right, because there were six kids, and all the kids were born in uh, Rankin Memorial Hospital, but I was the third one, and for some reason I popped out fast, and as my mother said, I've been in a hurry ever since. So, um, But, you know, I enjoyed growing up in Greenock, and uh, I got a great education. I went to my local primary school, or Gown Primary. I went to my local secondary school, Green Academy, and then I went through to Edinburgh University. Uh, and at the time going to Edinburgh, it was like, you know, it was almost like, you know, you're a traitor. Why are you, you should be going to Glasgow University. But I just want, I just had a feeling I wanted to get up and out in a way. Um, uh, and, and so I went through to Edinburgh and that was great. And then I went off to London. And what did you do when you got to London? So I was doing, I, I read a law degree, right, which I, I have to say I didn't enjoy that, right? But when you came out of a school like that, you basically, you were bright, you were told you got to be a doctor, lawyer, an accountant. Nobody said, like, what's your favourite subject, you know? So I studied law, which I didn't enjoy at all, and Big Bang had just happened, um, 1986. Suddenly there was jobs going in London, right? So I couldn't get a job as a lawyer uh, in Edinburgh, probably I didn't go to the right school, so I thought I'll apply for London instead. And I filled out all these application forms uh, and I managed to get two uh, interviews and one job offer. Uh, sorry, four job interviews and two job offers. Anyway, I got the job and I remember going to the St Andrews bus station and I was starting work on the 6th of October 1987. That was a Monday, right? So I got to the bus station on, and I had one suitcase and my rugby kit and a £2,000 overdraft, right? <laughs> and I went to the wee uh, lassie at the, at the ticket booth and said, I want an overnight, I want an overnight ticket on the stagecoach, you know, cheap way to get to London on a Saturday night. I knew one person, knew one person, I was going to sleep on his floor, right? <laughs> um, and the wee lassie said, that'll be £1.99, but don't you want a return ticket? That'll be £2.99. I remember saying, well, I'm not coming back. Wow. Wow. And that was me off on my journey. I went into Lazard. Uh, I joined Lazard. I didn't really know what that was but it was a merchant bank, investment bank. Uh, it turned out I was the only kid they'd ever employed from a comprehensive school. 
Oh, right. And I think that's because I, I changed my CV. Instead of saying Great Academy, just put The Academy. <laughs> right? So I managed to wang my way into Lazard. Right. I remember a uh, completely uh, alien environment to me. Uh, it was all full of people who had been at public school and everything, and I was trying to find my way around. And I remember... Um, on the first week, uh, I've managed to navigate my first week. And then I overheard two directors saying, well, we've got these five graduates that arrived. We need to give them a wee party on Friday night. Why don't we have a wine tasting? I was thinking, well, I've never been to one of those, so why not I pitch up at that? So I turned up on the fifth floor director's dining room and all the wine was laid out and everybody was queuing up one end with their clipboards and everything, talking about their bonded warehouse. And I thought, well, that's a bit of a queue that end. I'll go down the other end. <laughs> I'm an enterprise Scott. I'll just walk up the other way. So I grabbed myself quite a full measure <laughs> just about to drink it and the old boy that had Ned Donny who I owe so much to he recruited he took a chance on me he brought me in right he put his hand on my arm and said Malcolm he said, don't drink that I said why is that he said that's the olive oil <laughs> brilliant brilliant so uh, did, did he, he said to me afterwards by the way he said to me he said to me about six months later he said, he said Malcolm that's a bit odd did, why, why did you do that did you not notice that the, the bottle was covered in brown paper I said, yeah, but where I come from, I said, they serve the wine. That's a good story. Oh, people in green, they jumping out the windows. That's it. So you're, you're now in the markets. Where do you go from Lazard? Well, I, I mean, it's funny because back then, uh, I mean, I arrived there uh, basically with no real training. I hadn't like, I wasn't, I hadn't done any financial training. So I managed to get a really good apprenticeship at Lazard. And then I was involved in a transaction where BP were selling all the non-oil uh, and gas revenue. So I guess what happened was in the 70s, the 74 oil crash, the then chief was at BP said, we're overexposed to oil and gas. Why don't we build diversity? So they built 15% of the revenue in non-oil and gas. And then in the 80s or the 90s, the new chief was at came along and said, why have we got non-oil and gas? We just <laughs> sell it, right? And that's how M&A works, right? You buy right. it sell. So I was involved in selling 15% of BP's assets, um, most of which went to private equity firms. And that's where I got the, the bug for that, which is like, I want to get as close as I can to being in the bank, being running a company without actually being a, an actual operator, but can I get into private equity? And so that's why I went off to 3i because that's where you practice using other people's money. And then I went into Charterhouse and a good career there. So we should explain to people that we call people like you entrepreneurs Good at being an entrepreneur with somebody else's money. <laughs> well, this is the point. OPM. OPM. Yeah, exactly. OPM. Yeah. And obviously, London, for many, many years, do you get pains to come back home or are you totally happy? You, you didn't buy a return ticket. No, I mean, I was very uh, happy in London. The, the, the thing about the, the city was it's just full of Scots. Yeah. All right, so everywhere you went, it was it was Scottish, and you had a brand, you had a bit of a brand yeah. coming down. There were different groups of people would come to the city, but if you were part of the Scottish community, it was like you were very well respected uh, yeah. by the English and by the international by the by, by international markets. You were considered to be well educated, and yeah. we worked hard, and we were we were we were smart, you know. Yeah. And especially in venture capital, then private equity, which, which at the start was a bit unfashionable. It was the Scots guys that were really led the way in venture capital. You think yeah. back to Free Eye when it started off, that yeah. was actually a Scottish based institution. So you sort of, I got the feeling very much that um, London was 
was my city. You know, it wasn't yeah. like I wasn't. You know, I wasn't in England. Alien. I wasn't. I wasn't in England. I was yeah. in London. You yeah. know, and and uh, I played rugby for London Scottish and a big Scottish community there, uh, and we did well. And, and we had a. You know, that was a time of deregulation. So you know. Uh, the Companies Act 1981 was a big deal because that was Nigel Lawson that said we've got to deregulate and make it easier to do business. Yeah. So before that, you couldn't do buyouts because you couldn't use your own balance sheet as collateral to take a loan, and that got changed, and so suddenly we now got buyouts. And I think what you and and Tom would get would understand back then is it's just this, it just release the deregulation yeah. releases entrepreneurial energy, yeah. right? Yeah. And out of that, the Scots are really good. We're good in broken play. We're smart. You know, we see the gap. And I felt very proud, actually, as a Scot in London, being part of that community. Yeah. So, Malcolm, tell me, tell me about Charterhouse, because whenever I actually came across each other much during this time, I was selling my trainers and you were doing Charterhouse. What, what would the listeners, a business that you bought and maybe ultimately sold that the business, the listeners might, might know? Well, uh, I mean, the, the, charter, the Charterhouse that, that I joined was run by another Scot, a guy called Gordon Bonham, and before that, previously been run by uh, Robert Smith, as in Robert, Robert, Lord, yeah. Yeah. Lord Smith of Kelvin and Norman Murray. So, again, very very much a Scottish uh, invention. Uh, and we did, at that time, we were we would be involved in a lot of the big companies were unbundling. You remember all the big leisure companies like Whitbread and Bass, whatever? Yes, yeah. You know, they would all be selling down the non-core assets. Right. The first deal I did was Pearson was uh, was selling, the, Pearson was transforming into an education company. Uh-huh. And it was selling off as non-core. So one of the things that we bought, I, my first deal was buying Madame Tussauds. Wow. All right. Oh, right. Okay. Right, so we got Man of Two Sods out of, and, and that was out in Alton Towers, a theme park as well, and uh, at Thorpe Park. But I remember at the time we were trying to do the rollout of the Man of Two Sods internationally, and we, we had a, we took it to New York, uh, and we took it to Las Vegas, and uh, and and we took it to Australia, and we were travelling show, and it was like uh, apparently every single guidebook I've ever written in London has got Man of Two Sods in it. So that was yeah. that was quite a good start. So you and using football parlance, you can say that Pearson sold you a dummy. <laughs> Oh. Well, I, I was going to tell you about. I don't know whether I can say this, but maybe you can cut it out. But um, at the time, it was it was because it was in the paper today about Monica Lewinsky being back, right? Yeah. With our uh-huh. fashion brand. At the time we did this, uh, the, the scandal was on with Bill Clinton saying, uh, you know, having no such relations with Monica Lewinsky, and we had Bill Clinton. Uh, in the travelling exhibition in Australia and every uh-huh. single day we had to repair his trousers <laughs> oh dear there's something his, wrong with his dummy, so you know yeah, just you know. I think uh, we can leave that in <laughs> so, so obviously way back then you probably never thought about politics never thought about getting involved in politics how did you manage to get where you are today in the, in the House of Lords well that's because of Covid right yeah because I started shouting at the telly <laughs> and we all went mad <laughs> sitting at home 2020, 21. And I had, you know, I'd come out of the city age 50. I retired from Charterhouse at 50. I came back to uh, Edinburgh and I set up my own little sort of venture firm. And I had this thing where I was investing in businesses that passed as we test. I made up called MISA, which is M-I-S-S-A, which means made in Scotland, sold abroad. Right, and my view was having having seen businesses going a small country like Scotland, five million people can the business can only thrive really if we sell to a much bigger market. Obviously, the bigger market immediately is the other sixty million people in the rest of the United Kingdom. But that if we can have businesses that export, we can support communities and create jobs by selling our product around the world. 
So I was I was very happy doing that. But that meant I was I'm now back in Edinburgh. I'm living in Scotland, and you know it's no secret that you know I'm, I don't believe in the the separatist cause. Uh, not because I'm not, I mean, I'm, an, I'm a proud patriotic Scot, but I happen to believe that Scotland, we can make Scotland the most prosperous part of the United Kingdom. I think the way to do that is to use all the to- tools that we have inside the UK. Totally agree. Right? My ambition should be we should make Scotland the most fair, the most prosperous, the most green country in the UK, right? Yeah. But let's do it inside the UK by using the tools. Because why go and create a new toolbox? You got one there, right? Couldn't agree more. Right? So, uh, so the, obviously, the 2014 referendum came and went. And I was unhappy with what I was seeing in Holyrood. And I thought to myself, you know, I need to do something about this. And I hadn't, I wasn't even a member of the Tory party at that point. Um, I thought, right, I might think of it standing for 21, 21 election, right? Now, I didn't even know my local association, so I had to get to know them. And of course, it was COVID. I couldn't meet anybody. Um, I managed to get myself signed up as a candidate, but I couldn't go canvassing, right? You weren't allowed out. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? This is a complete waste of time. What am I doing here? And so I sat myself down and wrote myself a letter, as you do, and it was about why should Scotland stay in the UK? (laughs) That ended up becoming seven essays uh, because it just sort of all comes out, right? And they got picked up by Reform Scotland and The Spectator published and uh, CPS, uh, Policy Studies wrote one. And that must have come to the attention of um, the sort of high hegens. And so the election came and went, and that was the end of that. I've got all my life now. I got a phone call from Alistair Jack who had met once before, about a year before. And he said, Malcolm, I've been seeing what you've been doing there. Um, do you want to come and help me in the Scotland office? And I said, aye, love to. What, what, How did I do that? What's the, what's the job? The job is to is to keep build the union, make make the UK more visible in Scotland. I said, well, I can do that. And I said, well, how did I do that, though? Because I'm not elected. He laughed at me down the phone. He said, you haven't got it yet, have you? I said, no. He said, he said I'll put you in the Lords. Right. Wow. <laughs> So well, that was that. So did did you have to say, wait a minute, I'll need to think about this, I'll come back to you, or did you just immediately say Well the problem is I couldn't think of a s I couldn't think of a reason to say no. <laughs> <laughs> because I am very ambitious for Scotland. I'm very, very ambitious for Scotland. And there's a narrative going on up here that we don't punt that we're we're losing out and that we don't matter anymore. And you know, I, my career was in London, and just you know, all that time in London, I felt we were all we were we we punch above our weight, you know. Yeah. And I see that, and guys see that in government all the time. I see Scots in government, we punch above our weight, and I sort of think, you know, we have eight percent of the population, right, and thirty three percent of the geography, and I think it's incumbent on every Scot. Whatever we do, we do better than eight percent. Yeah. Right. You know, so for example, you know, we will do 25% of the wind power in Scotland. You know, we do one third of food and drink exports from Scotland. We do our university get 15% of research grants. Yeah. So I always think that whatever we do in Scotland, we have to do better than 8% because that's what, that's in our DNA. We punch yeah. above our weight. So I came in and my, my motivation of coming in was to make Scott, to make the UK more visible in Scotland, to make Scotland understand that we, we really matter in London. Well, keep up the good work. And, and Malcolm, can I, can I ask you? Um, cause I'm always, really interested in people who make that jump from business to politics. What's been the biggest surprise that you've had in it? And are you finding it easier or harder than you first thought? Right, good question. I mean, when I, so when, when I came in, Alistair Jack said to me, look, you know, 
I don't know if you'll be any good at this because, <laughs> you know, not, not everybody from business makes it in politics, right? No, definitely not. Um, and he said, but if you are any good, and he said, and I think you will be, if you are any good, he said, you'll get poached, you know, because you'll, they'll, they'll, if you do well in Scotland, obviously another big department will come in for you. And that's what's happened. I've, not, I've been moved across now to the Department of Business and Trade. I'm now working directly for Kemi Badenoch. I've got the exports brief. And in fact, actually, just last Wednesday, we were in, in Glasgow doing the Made in Scotland Sold the World Roadshow. And we had 150 companies, SMEs in there with 80 uh, uh, listening in. And what we're doing here is pushing the export uh, agenda for, for Scottish SMEs, right? And I thought to myself, you know, the big banner says, you know, uh, made in Scotland, sold the world. I was thinking, that goes back. They stole that from me. I was made in Scotland, sold abroad, remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in, in some ways, Tom, therefore, this is natural territory for me. You know, okay. uh, you know, uh, but but can I, you get things done, Malcolm? But what I was saying was the business bit is natural territory. The bit that's been more difficult. Right, the bit more difficult has been the parliamentary bit, yeah, and the and the polit the, the 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 politics. But people have said to me, um, Malcolm, you 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 sound different in politics because you don't you try and answer the question, and you're not <laughs> you're, you're, you try and answer the question, and you're not having a ruck all the time. But actually, sometimes in politics, you need to attack as well as defend. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not used to the knockabout of that in quite the same way as perhaps professional politicians have been. And the parliamentary stuff, you've got to learn how to do. Well, one thing I have. I've noticed, Tom, is that, you know, if you're dealing with a, a problem in business, or let's say you're doing, you're trying to present something to a board, you would you would spend a bit of time building the case by saying, here's the problem, like you were talking about housing, here's the problem we got with housing, uh, here's the background to it, and, and then you'd finish with, here's the solutions and here's the punchline, what we're going to do. Yeah. Politics, you don't have time to do that. You got to flip. What I've learned is you got to flip it around the other way. Yep. You got to start with the punchline. Yep. Here's what we're going to do. Right. And then you backfill. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's the same skills, but just a different way of presenting it. Unfortunately, a lot of time <laughs> you don't do the backfill. <laughs> uh, I always remember Malcolm when we we brought President Obama to Edinburgh, um, which was a great night, and I did a wee round table. I think I think you were at it, Willie. Yeah. And um, Martin Sorrell. There was maybe 15 of us around the table with President Obama, who's a bit of a hero of mine. And um, Martin Sorrell kind of said, so, Mr. President, tell me, you know, I'm surely you haven't got a lot done during your tenure. So I thought it was very brave of him. And um, Obama just kind of looked at Martin Sorrell and he said, well, Martin, in your business, you're the boss. And it's probably fair to say that most of the people around your board table are behind you. Maybe you've got one or two. He says, when I was elected, 50% of the country were against me and some of, if not all of my own party were against me as well. So it's no wonder I didn't get anything done. And Martin Sorrell just kind of shut up after that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, would, I think it's a good point. But I think actually in this, in the, in the timing, maybe the timing's been good. But I would say I've been part of the Scotland, the Scotland office in the last three years has been, I think, the most, in, the most engaged Scotland office in Scotland since devolution. Okay. There was an element, I would say, where there was a bit of devolve and forget, where London sort of said, well, that's now devolved to the, to Scotland and just almost give them the money and disappear, right? Yeah. Under Alistair Jack, I think the Scotland office has been the most engaged in Scotland. First of all, we've 
had the whole leveling up agenda, which has been fantastic for the projects that we've supported. So that you know, coming out of Brexit, we've actually been able to deploy a lot of that money direct into communities across the whole of Scotland. In my job, now will you, can in, I ask you? Sorry to interrupt, but I'm, I'm I'm doing my my bit interrupting a politician here. Um, were you for or against Brexit? I was for Brexit marginally. You were? Yes. Oh, yeah. Come. Yeah, I was a Brexiteer for trade. Here's the here's the reason why. Because when our parents voted to go into the common market, which was then called Europe, account of a one-third of global trade. When we came out in 2019, that was 16% of global trade. And by 2050, it's going to be 9% of global trade. The world is tilting to the east, right? We've just joined this thing called the CPTPP, which is a Trans-Pacific Partnership. We just got America's place in that because they... Cause Trump took them out to make America great again, right? Last time I looked at the map, we weren't anywhere near the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And yet we've just got ourselves in this club of 12 countries with 15% of GDP and 40% of the world's great consumers, and they all want to buy product made in Scotland, yeah. right? So we've got a great trading opportunity. So putting aside the geography and the politics and the culture, Tom, as a, from a pure trading position, we've made a very clever trading decision on this. Yeah. I've- Only time will tell. I would, I would probably disagree with you on that one. But anyway. But time will tell, um, but time will tell. That's, that's for another Rami on a different day, Malcolm. Can, can I just say, you, and, and I agree with you, Malcolm, that there has been a shift in the last three years, and and, and I think, especially the, the levelling up money, you know, Mike, I think Michael Gove being in position, you've got that Scottish, yourself, Alistair, I, I think that especially what you have done in the last couple of years, Tom, to tell you some of the initiatives, like, you know, getting money straight for the UK government now to help with grassroots football. Uh-huh. I don't think Scottish government, UK government have put money into grassroots football for over 30 years. Correct. And there's £22 million being spent and I have seen the fruits of this and it's it's welcome and, and thanks to everybody. We have always said that no matter what the politics are, if we believe that people are doing the right thing, we will applaud that. Of course. And I would certainly say that the, the DCMS money that's flowed into Scotland has been has been fantastic. Well, one thing I'd say on that is, I mean, it was part of my job to, to build those relationships and there's 32 local authorities in Scotland, as you know, and before this, this current Scotland office, there was minimal contact between the 32 local authorities and the Scotland office, i.e. UK government. Right. In the last three years, four years, we have built strong relationships with these 32 local authorities. And you can ask them yourself, because they say to me that they are delighted with the level of engagement they have. We talk about, uh, we've got, we're aspirational for them. We encourage them to think about a 10-year plan for their area. It doesn't matter which party they come from. They all want what's best in the local communities, right? Yeah. And we've got enthusiasm and we've also got money and they said they get none of that from the Scottish government. Yeah. Well, good on you, Malcolm. So on that, big question for you, the big talking point this week has obviously been the slashing of £196 million from the housing grant budget in Scotland. And the First Minister has put the blame right at the door of the UK government for, in his words, slashing their budget by 10%. Is this the reason? No. <laughs> because here's yeah. the thing, here's the thing, you know, Whatever the rights and wrongs are, everyone agrees that the JERS numbers are the right numbers. Alex Salmon agreed those are the numbers. Nicola Sturgeon, right? And for, for, as far as the UK is concerned, for every £100 spent in England, £125 spent in Scotland, yeah. right? So here's the thing. The money that comes from the Treasury to Scotland goes without any strings attached. There's no other uh, devolved situation in the world that works like that. I mean, the federal government in Washington doesn't send money to the states. Berlin and Germany doesn't send it to the landers without there being some accountability. So we send the money. The money goes from London to to Scotland. It's up to Scotland then to to decide how to spend that money. Right. Right. Now, here's the thing. 
the Scottish Government in the last 16 years have promoted what they call a welfare economy. And that is that is fine, and they're entitled to do that. And that has involved record amounts of spending on welfare and a lot of free uh, things to the community. Prescriptions, yep, yeah, bus travel, yeah. Right, and which is all great. We all love that. And a record amount of, of pay to the public sector. Well, the public sector is now paying £19 an hour, private sector £16 an hour, minimum wage £11.44. Now, they're entitled to absolutely do that, but the flip side of that coin is that the biggest budget cuts are now going in education, local authorities, housing and the police, okay? Now, you've got to grow up and take responsibility for the decision you make. You've decided that you want to, that's your priority in money. Yeah. But, the, but the, the, the other side of the coin is when your budget, you know, which is a generous budget, you've got to work out what you've got to cut. And that's, that's, they, are, they are living with their own budget, their own decisions, and they've decided what they've got to cut and they've got to, they've got to answer the people on that. So the people of Scotland now know so listen, I, I I think it's refreshing to hear a politician who obviously, Malcolm, you come from the world of business, but um, we say it in this show far too often <laughs> that we all probably agree we want to see Scotland flourish. We probably all agree about the civil society that we want to have in Scotland. But we understand that how that gets paid. You know, it's businesses, it's individuals who pay their taxes, create jobs. That's what makes the world go round. There is nothing free. You don't get a free prescription. Somebody has paid for that on behalf of someone else. And um, I got really annoyed at the SNP party political broadcast where it was just, we get this for free, we get that for free. It's not free. Somebody has toiled to pay for that. And that's fine. Those with the broader shoulders should carry the biggest burden. I'm all for it. But let's not kid on. It's not free. Yeah, but you, the, I agree, everyone agrees the broader shoulders. But right now you've now got, 12% of the population, 12% of the working population paying 65% of the tax. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, you can't, you can't, and no one can argue that that is the broad shoulders paying. Agreed. That's two thirds of the tax. The question is, how far do you push it? And if you end up with, you know, the tax being so high in Scotland that all our young people don't want to be here, the entrepreneurs don't want to be here, you can't entice senior executives to come and run you know, our, our corporations and even the public services, you know, we've, we, we, we've gone too far. And, and that's, you know, with 40% of, of the working population not paying any tax and 20% of the lowest tax, it's, 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 we're, we're running already a very progressive tax situation. Yep. But we've got to create wealth. We've got yes. to create wealth and we've got to encourage the people who do create the wealth. Yep. Yeah, and this example you've just given is, is death by a thousand tax rises. Yep. Right, seriously. And, and the, the quicker that people get this, that it's free enterprise that actually will, will help you in all of these sectors, right? So for people in the public sector who think that they can get, you know, rises that they last for 12%, 14%, it all comes from how we're taxing the other side. And the point that you make is people will get fed up contributing too much, right? When you live in a society where 12% represents 65% of the tax take, that is an imbalance. But I also think there's also a lot of unintended consequences because what I observe on these things, whether it's that housing, you know, landlords levy or the rent freeze or, you know, or the deposit return scheme, it always comes back to hurt in the poorest the most. Yes, it does. You know, the councils, the councils have had their budgets slashed, right? Yeah. You know, welfare spending has gone up by 15% per annum through the Nicola Sturgeon years. The councils have only gone up at a third of that rate. So now the councils are struggling for money. They're all ring-fenced. They get very little spending money. So then they turn around and put, for example, in 
Glasgow just put you know, put parking charges on till ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, who I does don't that start hurt? That, Malcolm. But who does that hurt? Who does that hurt? You Les. You Les. The people with the old cars. Who does that hurt? It hurts <laughs> the people who are on lower incomes who are working the hardest through unsociable hours. It's just putting a t- you know it comes back to by I think the most vulnerable and it's just not. It's, it's, it's just, it's, we just need to be better at explaining this somehow. You know. So I think we've got a first here. We've got. Lords from different political persuasions violently agreeing. Um, I wish I was in the studio with you to, to witness Ma- Malcolm this. was beginning to sound like a socialist there. I was wanting to keep him going. <laughs> but isn't the you point that if you take the politics out of this, we want a prosperous Scotland. 100%. Right? We, we want do. a fair Scotland, don't we? We want a green Scotland, right? Yes. But we've got to do it in a balanced way and we've got to take everybody with us. And when it gets out of balance, it doesn't work. Yeah, that's it. Malcolm, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to come. been great to see you both. Thanks so much. And Malcolm, I love the story of Greenock. I didn't know that about you. Um, you went up in my estimation. You were already high, but um, thanks for coming on and keep doing what you're doing. I love Missa. I'm going to use it as my own, if you don't mind. I think you'll charge your royalty. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, Tom. Cheers, Tom. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Listen anywhere, anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Go Radio! Caledonia Gladiators are back in action on Sunday the 10th of March at 4.30pm and we are giving you the chance to win family tickets. They host Newcastle Eagles at their new Top of the Range Arena based at Playsport East Kilbride and you could be part of the crowd. For your chance to win, thisisgo.co.uk Tickets are on sale now at caledoniagladiators.com Win with Go Radio and Caledonia Gladiators Scotland's professional men's basketball team When you need a van Shown's your man at Cameron Commercials At Cameron Commercials Sourcing top quality commercial vehicles is what we do best With years of experience and an extensive network of trusted suppliers we'll source the perfect vehicle for the best possible price And as an independent company we supply all makes and models. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, show's your man at Cameron Commercials. Put some Van Winkle into your 2024. With over 80 fantastic comedy shows during the Comedy Festival, enjoy one of our great events whilst tucking into our delicious Kentucky barbecue-inspired menu. Coming up soon, don't miss our country-to-country pre-event, boozy brunch, country brunch, and so much more. Van Winkle Restaurant and Bar, West End and Barrowlands. Check out our great choice of comedy events and book now at vanwinkle.co.uk. The advanced big sale is here. And when we say big, we mean it. With energy-efficient double glazing from just 395. You heard it, 395. And you can spread the payments for up to 50 months. And with our 15-year guarantee, that's a promise you can always trust. Now's the time to buy big with the Advanced Group Big Sale. Now on. Minimum spend required. The board you can't afford. This is the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. So, Tom, on the board you can't afford this week with Michael Alatiris, founder of Alien Products. Tell the listeners a wee bit about yourself, Michael, and a bit about your business. Um, so, 20 years ago, I became a dentist, and it's been an amazing journey. And to watch the technology develop within that profession has been incredible. And essentially, you know, the engineering involved was 
a real passion of mine and I loved all that, the design engineering that we do every day. But the thing that was kind of nagging at the back of my mind was that we're essentially fixing something that could have been prevented. So prevention was a big passion of mine, but I was at the fixing end of things. And I noticed this pattern of dental problems, and this is it. So 75% of adults lose a tooth, okay? But it's what happens after that. The teeth adjacent to the gap that they now have cannot be cleaned with current toothbrushes. And, you know, there's this domino effect of disease. You lose a tooth and then you end up with this new problem. You know, watching patients try to work around the current tools, coaching them for years, patients crying in the chair because they can't control this disease. And even though we're training them, I thought something has to be done. Enough is enough. So I sold my practice and looked at a solution. It needs to be something ergonomic that can reach these proximal surfaces. So I designed the Ergoprox toothbrush. So I got in with writing a patent. It's like 12,000 words long. It's sitting in the US, Europe and China. I worked with over 100 other dental professionals to just perfect that design, just to understand what they would like to prescribe to their patients. So we set up manufacturing here in Glasgow, thankfully, and it launched a couple of months ago. And it's been met with a unanimous acclaim, um, overnight results for patients. Um, it's what the profession's been crying out for. And it works in anybody's hands, you know. So it's, it's a case of where to go from here and why has this never been addressed in the two or three hundred years that we've been extracting teeth. It's a whole new toothbrush architecture and it works. And there are probably around a billion people on the planet that actually have this issue and don't have a tool to use at home to prevent the problems. So let me ask you, um, you say that obviously hygienists throughout the country, in fact, usually being an engineer, not a dentist, right? People <laughs> want to get to the heart of the problem, right? Not the solution. So um, when I when I went to my hygienist last year, mm -hmm. that she kind of had a wee go at me and said, you're not doing enough, right? We, you know, your, your dental care. Mm -hmm. uh, she says you're spending all this money getting your teeth but you're not brushing your teeth enough so she recommended to me that I go and buy a Philips 500 if that sounds right if I remember uh -huh. Uh -huh. which I think cost me about £70 pound or something mm -hmm. or something like that anyway and mm -hmm. hopefully that's made you know it's, it's made a difference so tell me what's the cost of your new super duper toothbrush it's a manual brush to begin yeah. with yeah. you know it needs to be an accessible price point so yeah. it's around £4 pounds. wow and it works. Right. And it's that simple, you know, five seconds, right. twice a day right. for the rest of your life. Well, it doesn't need any instruction. Right. The, the layout of the bristles, the ergonomics are so forgiving yeah. that it's meant to work in anyone's hands, you know. And are these only for the gaps? Are they for, to do your... That's right, it's only for the gaps. Right. And, you know, it will sit alongside yeah. anyone's electric toothbrush. Yes. And it's funny... Or the normal the, toothbrush. Yeah, <laughs> you see these adverts on TV and it's, you know, models with full sets of teeth yeah. and I just laugh because it doesn't reflect 75% of the population Correct. I'm like can we just address this elephant yeah. in the room here there's this other issue that's in parallel with what the electric so toothbrush so what's your addresses, question you know? for the board the question is well I have you know options of for example going direct to consumer out licensing the IP manufacturing it under private label for example for other brands uh, supplying dental practices directly and I would love to do all of the above but Perhaps there's an ideal order to do those in and you might have a suggestion mm -hmm. for that. And at the moment it's just me. So I am recruiting. 
Uh, but it's kind of where, what would be the first one or two steps out of those choices that would make the most sense in this position, you know. So do you think you're now beyond the pilot stage of proved it works? It's there, everybody? Absolutely. Right. And yeah. so how many units would you have out there at the moment? There are probably 5,000 units sitting right. out there just now right. in use and right. being reviewed by the professionals, right. you know. And and did would you try and see if you could get feedback from most of those people? You know. Yes, the feedback has returned and it's been consistently positive. It's right. been a unanimously positive right. result. So right. the the credentials are there now. Right. I just need to. So your question is, what's the fastest and easiest way to market and to volume? Something <laughs> that won't kind of destroy the business in the yeah. process. You know. Right. Okay. Um, so it's a case of that. So I take it at the moment, because you've not had much or any equity put into it, but it's all about trying to find the best and easiest and most cost-effectiveness to get to the market, yeah, right? that's it. Right, so I would say to you that, that this could be something that could be unique and it could be something that could sell a lot, but I, my advice would be is to make this a slow burner, mm -hmm. right? Um, try to get big marketing big advertising, overnight success could kill you, mm -hmm. right? And that mm -hmm. happens to a lot of people with a good idea and a good product. Mm -hmm. So I think the route that you've went down at the moment is is that by selling it into hygienists, but then hygienists, like my hygienist, that then recommends to the people who come in there what they should buy, mm -hmm. right? right? And I think if you had them doing that for you and you would see sales grow, mm -hmm. you know, um, at a rate where you could manage it, Yes. You know, and especially if you're uh, if you're manufacturing in, in Glasgow. But what will happen is it's the usual. Someday, one day, some celebrity will get one mm -hmm. and they'll go online and go, wow. <laughs> so what you're trying to do here is build a reputation. And that's certainly my advice. I would, I would wait until you could say, I'm in every dental surgery mm -hmm. in Scotland mm -hmm. and now in every dental surgery in the UK. Yeah. People, every one of those places now is a sales outlet for you. Yes. And what you might want to do is if you can afford that is to put samples in that place. But the problem you've got is is that you're coming to this for a different angle. A lot of people think that the dentist is a cash cow and they can't wait to pull your teeth out, mm. right? And you're trying to maybe stop the Prevent. flow of traffic <laughs> into dentists. Now, if they've got, now to be fair, yeah. there's so much work for dentists just now, I'm sure that's not oh, the, the case the today. Right? The so I'm sure right. that all dentists would love to be able to stop things happening. So Absolutely. if you get yeah. that buy-in through the industry and you just give yourself a target of, you know, starting Glasgow, then head to Lanarkshire, mm -hmm. Lothians, the borders. Mm -hmm. I mean, every, you know, yeah. people telling people going to conventions. Yeah. When, and it's you know, what I'm most familiar with because yeah. I'm from the profession. Yeah. So it's a... Yeah. Uh, I, I would, my advice would be is to build channel. it slowly and what will happen is one day something will happen to make it a boom <laughs> and then see. you'll need to come back with a different question. Yeah, right? How do I get funding to build a hundred square foot factory? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's open. Good Thanks, luck. Really. Thanks Good luck. Much. Hope that was yeah. I hope that was valuable. Absolutely. Thank you. Pleasure to have you on. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. Go. 
following a hugely popular UK tour, sellout runs in London's West End and Edinburgh's Fringe Festival, Go Radio is giving you the chance to win tickets to the stage adaptation of the follow-up to Trainspotting at the King's Theatre from Friday 10th to Saturday 11th May. Set 15 years after Trainspotting, you'll see what has become of Renton, Sick Boy, Begbie and Spud. This is an extremely funny show filled with everything you'd expect from the follow-up to Trainspotting. For your chance to win tickets, head to thisisgo.co.uk. Don't miss The Herald every day next week as we explore Scotland's relationship with alcohol. From its thriving drinks industry, a cornerstone of Scotland's exports and prowess, to the profound cultural, economic and health impact, we explore the generational divides and contrasting perspectives and learn more about the evolving attitudes and perceptions shaping Scotland's drinking culture. Don't miss this compelling spotlight on Scotland and alcohol in The Herald. Pick up the paper or subscribe at heraldscotland.com slash subscribe. Bought a bad car. Getting no help from the dealership. Don't just regret it. Reject it with Reject My Car. Experts in consumer rights. We've helped lots of letdown drivers like you to get refunds on their faulty cars, bikes and motorhomes, whether new or used. So find out if we could help you. Visit rejectmycar.com today. That's rejectmycar.com. Did you know there's an exciting way to explore the sights and sounds of Glasgow and get paid whilst doing it? If you're a pure dead brilliant bus driver with a big cheery smile, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch now when you could be taking the wheel of our famous open top tour bus, making our visitors time in Glasgow one they'll never forget. Sounds like you? City Sightseeing Glasgow, now recruiting seasonal full and part-time positions to drive our famous open top buses. Just visit citysightseeingglasgow.co.uk. City Sightseeing Glasgow, experience the city like never before on DAB online and on your smart speaker just say launch Go Radio this is Go Radio News Good afternoon it's 12 o'clock I'm Joe Maguire. The Chancellor has vowed not to fund tax cuts by increasing borrowing as he tried to temper expectations of a pre-election giveaway this week. Many Tory MPs want him to slash taxes in Wednesday's budget. But Jeremy Hunt is striking a cautious tone. What you saw in the autumn statement was a turning point when we cut two pence off the national insurance rate. Uh, We will uh, hope to make some progress on that journey, but we're going to do so in a responsible way. Meanwhile, in Scotland, ministers are being urged to reverse controversial cuts to the affordable housing budget. Despite homelessness now being at an all-time high, it's being slashed by 26%, £200 million. Entrepreneur Lord Willie Hockey has told the Go Radio Business Show fixing the housing issue could kickstart the economy and cut Scotland's emissions. The amount of jobs that we could create for young people and apprenticeships, the amount of people we could get back into trades upskilling people because we're going to need a lot more people that's available at the moment and this is an opportunity where we can work with the government to try and get all the energy that's supplied into the houses in Scotland is clean energy It comes as the director of Shelter Scotland launches a scathing attack on Humza Yusuf over the housing emergency Alison Watson says his plans to build more social housing look like a pipe dream that's currently leaving nearly 10,000 children homeless SNP ministers have blamed the UK government saying they've suffered a near 10% cut in capital funding Dozens of police officers across the UK have been convicted of sexual offences in the three years since the murder of Sarah Everard. An investigations found at least 119 detectives have been sentenced in 19 forces across the country. Freya says she was coerced and attacked by her police officer husband and she thinks the figures could just be scratching the surface. I look at the number of cases that are reported in the news now and I think, oh, 
They, they must be dealing with it. It's all coming out now, one by one. But are they dealing with it? I don't know. Do we really know? Police Scotland didn't provide conviction data, claiming retrieving details of officers' wrongdoing would exceed the limits of the Freedom of Information Act. Meanwhile, Hamza Youssef says he hopes plans to tackle gender-based violence in schools will eradicate misogyny. The new Scottish Government framework outlines ways to deal with things like name-calling, intimidation and physical violence. The First Minister says change must happen at all levels of society, but should begin in classrooms. And Brendan Rodgers says Celtic's their own worst enemy this season has been themselves after returning to form earlier this week. They can leapfrog Rangers in the league by winning at Hearts this lunchtime. The Northern Irishman admits he has December's defeat to today's opponents in the back of his mind. We weren't at our best on the day, so they deserve to win. But we come off the back of the second half of Motherwell, an outstanding performance in midweek. We've played well at Hearts earlier on the season and uh, we enjoy going there, so... Uh, we want to go and, and keep this uh, level of performance going. Go radio weather with LochLomanTravel.com. Experience the Edinburgh tattoo with inclusive coach travel from only £99. Bright with some sunny spells through the afternoon, then a mostly clear and dry night. Highs of 7 degrees in Gurick, 8 in Rutherglen, it's also 8 here in Glasgow. That's you, up to date, on go. Hey, this is Joe Corey. This is Rita Ora. Go. summer to my heartbeat sound we 
we fell in love As the leaves turn brown And we could be together, baby As long as skies are blue You act so innocent now But you lied so soon When I met you in the summer and Justin Timberlake on the way in a little while from now. Good afternoon to Joe on a Sunday. Uh, so we have for you another chance to hear the Go Radio Business Show. If you missed any of the show, you just want to take it in again. There's lots of info on the show, of course, with Sir Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey. Uh, they return next week, 11 o'clock. But if you want to soak it all in again, you can at our website, thisisgo.co.uk. And also the contact info's on there as well if you want to get in contact uh, with the team. Uh, the info is there. You can WhatsApp, email, that kind of thing. The back next week, 11 o'clock ago.
Chance go by, cause you ain't been seen with a man so fly. Baby, friend so fly, I can't go fly. Private, cause I handle my BI, they call me Candle Guy. Simply cause I am on fire. I hate to have to cancel my vacation, so you can't deny. I'm patient, but I ain't gon' try. You don't come, I ain't gon' die. Hold up, what you mean you can't go wide? Me and your boyfriend, we ain't no tie. You say you wanna kick it when I ain't so high. But baby, it's obvious that I ain't your guy. I ain't gon' lie, I feel your space, don't forget your face. I swear I will Say Bart Sanguilla anywhere I cheer Just bring with me a pair I will I can see us holding hands Walking on the beach, our toes in the sand I can see us on the countryside Sitting on the grass, laying side by side You can be my baby When you're making my lady Girl, you amaze me Ain't gotta do nothing crazy See, all I want you to do is be my love
rip our memories off the wall All the special things I bought They mean nothing to me anymore But to you, they were everything we were They meant more than every word Now I know just what you love me for Take all the money you want from me Hope you become what you want to be Show me how little you care How little you care How little you care You dream of glitter and gold My heart's already been sold Show you how little I care How little I care How little I care My diamonds leave with you You're never gonna hear my heart break Never gonna move in dark ways Baby, you're so cruel My diamonds leave with Feeling lost Always me that pays the cost I should never trust so easily You lied to me Lied to me Then left When my heart round your chest Take all the money you want from me Hope you become what you want to be Show me how little you care How little you care How little you care You dream of glitter and gold already been sold Show you how little I care How little I care How little I care My diamonds leave with you You're never gonna hear my heart break Never gonna move in dark ways Baby, you're so cruel My diamonds leave with you Material never fool me When you're not here I can't breathe Think I always knew My diamonds Gonna move in dark ways, baby. You're so cruel. My diamonds leave with you. Material love won't fool me. When you're not here, I can't breathe. Think I
Uh, still to come, Beyonce on the way in a little while from now. Plus, if you fancy being our workplace of the week, keep it here. We have got full details on the way in a little while from now. Uh, but Beyonce is good to go. Next to go, really. Stereo Funk Festival 2024 returns to Chateleroe Country Park Hamilton on Saturday the 4th of May and Go Radio is giving you the chance to be there as a VIP. See performances from the Venga Boys. For the first time ever in Scotland, the legendary KLF featuring Wanda D. And 90s dance music icons, Snap. Urban Cookie Collective, Amen UK, Flippin' Phil, Dave Pierce, and an exclusive Go Radio floor filler set from Stevie Lennon. Plus the return of the Head Candy VIP Arena, plus much more. For more information and to win VIP tickets, head to thisisgo.co.uk. The Advanced Big Sale is here. And when we say big, we mean it. With energy-efficient double glazing from just 395. You heard it, 395. And you can spread the payments for up to 50 months. And with our 15-year guarantee, that's a promise you can always trust. Now's the time to buy big with the Advanced Group Big Sale. Now on, minimum spend required. Till the morning comes It could be together Crofty and Grado I was at a 90th birthday party last week And you've got one this week I know, you need to give me some advice For going to a 90th I've never been to one You're going to play loads of cool games Really? <laughs> oh aye <laughs> Like what? Who can suck the Murray, murray Mint? <laughs> Who can suck the Murray Mint the uh, quickest? Musical wheelchairs. Controversial. No, I don't fuck a wheelchair. It's not right with that. First one that falls asleep gets her cat off. breakfast with Crofty and Grado. Weekdays when you wake up. What's up, everybody? This is Beyonce. Go Radio. Go Radio. I feel like falling in love. Something up. Something. I need some drink in my cup. Hey, I'm in the mood to pour something up. I wanna go missing. I need a prescription. I wanna go higher. Can I sit on top of you? I wanna go with nobody's feet. Have you ever had fun like this? Oh, we're gonna roll up tonight.
What is love? It is Go Radio. Hello. Just gone 12.30. It's a Joe on a Sunday afternoon. We're here till 2. Zoe here from 2 o'clock. More details. Well, Zoe has the store coming up in a little while from now. And of course, we are, of course, the home of the Go Radio Breakfast Show tomorrow morning with Crofty and Grado and another chance to win yourself a very cool £5,000 with a friend at Glasgow Taxis. We gave it a go on Friday. Mark, your 60 seconds starts now. Mark, which former One Direction member released Watermelon Sugar and Adore You? What song by Psy was the first YouTube video to be viewed one billion times? Crazy in Love was the first solo number one for which singer? Beyonce. Which 1980s band are responsible for the hit Sweet Dreams Are Made of This? Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Lady Gaga wore a dress made entirely of what at the MTV Music Video Awards in 2010? Which which country has won Eurovision the most times? uh, Ukraine. Who was the only member of the Spice Girls with a name that was actually a Spice? Uh, Deacon Blue's Dignity was a single from which of their albums? Well, it's the best we've had. You did well. You did well. You did well. Thanks for playing the game, Mark. All right. And if you want to register, you can. This is go.co.uk. It is back Monday morning. 5K up for grabs. What do you think? You up for it? Tomorrow morning, it's all there. As Crofty says, this is go.co.uk. Get yourself on there. Get registered for the callback. And you never know, with the friends at Glasgow Taxis, you could be our first winner of £5,000 up for grabs. The details are on the website. The game continues tomorrow morning.
Returning uh, tomorrow, live at five with Paul and the top team of the friends at Go Green Property. Lots to discuss this weekend. Uh, some of the results, of course, uh, in yesterday, uh, as far as the game at the moment is concerned, Hearts nil, Celtic nil, 40 minutes gone. Any scoring, we'll let you know. And you can have your say tomorrow night, live at five. On the Go Football Show, Go Radio. Do you want to be part of a community that fights for better jobs, pay and conditions? Then it's time to unite. Unite the Union are dedicated to protecting your rights at work. From workplace negotiation to equalities and health and safety, Unite reps defend our members. And with officer support, legal advice, training programs and much more, there has never been a better time to join Unite. Join now at unitetheunion.org slash join. The Go Radio Football Show, weeknights from five, with Go Green Property. Class performance, obviously getting the five goals. Easily Rangers could have scored another three or four. Every single player that was on that pitch performed to their best of their ability. And in the stadium as well, Paul, there's a real energy about the place and that filters onto the pitch and the level of performance that the players put in was, was top class. The Go Radio Football Show, with Go Green Property. Offering expert advice on preparing your home for the market. This is a dark parade, another rough patch to rain on, to rain on. I know your friends may say this is a cause for celebration. Hip, hip, hooray, love Photograph 
Let's go radio. Good afternoon. Hey, it's Joe here, almost 10 to 1. Uh, the other Joe, Joe News, is here in 10 minutes from now. Uh, we'll keep an eye on things happening in Edinburgh. Uh, Hearts 1 at the moment. Celtic nil, 48 minutes gone. So into that added time uh, in the first half. Hearts 1, Celtic nil. And you can have your say on that, whatever the situation is this weekend, uh, with Paul on the top team tomorrow. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Grady do their things with their friends at Go Green property all the info here tomorrow live at five i watch you as you left but i can never seem to let you go because once upon a time you were my everything it's clear to see the time hasn't changed a thing it's very deep inside me but i feel there's something you should know
All along I knew I had something special with you But sometimes you just gotta know that these things fall through But I'm still tired and I can't hide my connection with you Feeling it, loving it, everything that we do And all along I knew I had something special with you But sometimes you just gotta know that these things fall through I can have my connection with you Don't need to question the reason I'm yours I'm yours I'd move the earth to lose if I just to see you smile Cause you got no flaws No flaws 
I'm not trying to be your part-time lover. Sign me up for them full-time. I'm yours. All yours. So what a man gotta do? What a man gotta do? To be totally locked up by you. What a man gotta say? What a man gotta pray? To be last good night and your first good day. So what a man Trying to be wasting time on stupid people in cheap lines. I'm sure, I'm sure. So I give a million dollars just to go to grab me by the gun and knock on these doors. These doors. I'm not trying to be a part time lover. Sign me up for them full time. I'm yours. I still to come and the fantastic Noah Can on the way with Stick Season kicks off the next hour and Joe is here with the news at one details on the way next to go when you need a van change your man at Cameron Commercials at Cameron Commercials sourcing top quality commercial vehicles is what we do best with years of experience and an extensive network of trusted suppliers, we'll source the perfect vehicle for the best possible price. And as an independent company, we supply all makes and models. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, show your man at Cameron Commercials. Hello, I'm Andy Little from Gallus Sales and Lettings. We take a bold approach to selling or renting your home. We're a fully digital agency, we don't wear suits, we don't have a swanky high street office, and we don't even drive sports cars. Thanks to our friendly and personal approach, we've doubled in size over the last year and are a five-star Google-reviewed agent. We are Gallus. Gallus Sales and Lettings, one of Glasgow in the West's fastest-growing agencies. Verify at gallussaleslettings.com. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say, Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News.
Good afternoon. It's one o'clock. I'm Joe McGuire. The Chancellor's under pressure to deliver tax cuts on Wednesday in what could be the last economic set piece from the Conservatives before the next general election. Jeremy Hunt wants to continue the progress seen in the autumn when he knocked 2p off national insurance. But he is stressing any tax reductions would have to be prudent. Torsten Bell from the Resolution Foundation says Mr Hunt will be trying to please voters. Across the board of the whole population, then yes, there's more support for money for public services, extra public spending than there is for tax cuts, but obviously all of us would like lower taxes if we could. And if you look at Conservative voters in particular, they're obviously more likely to want tax cuts than the population as a whole. Meanwhile, in Scotland, ministers are being urged to reverse controversial cuts to the affordable housing budget. Despite homelessness now being at an all-time high, it's being slashed by 26%, £200 million. The Scottish Government is blaming that on a capital funding cut from Westminster. But Tory peer Lord Malcolm Offord has told the Go Radio Business Show SNP ministers are entirely responsible for deciding where their budget is spent. You've got to grow up and take responsibility for the decision you make. You've decided that you want to, that's your priority in money. Yeah. But the, but the, the, the other side of the coin is in your budget, you know, which is a generous budget, you got to work out what you got to cut. And that's that's they are they are living with their own budget and their own decisions and they've decided what they've got to cut and they've got to they've got to answer the people on that. It comes as the director of Shelter Scotland launches a scathing attack on Hamza Yusuf over the housing emergency. Alison Watson says his plans to build more social housing look like a pipe dream that's currently leaving nearly 10,000 children homeless. The mother of murder victim Emma Caldwell has called for a criminal investigation into the handling of her case. It took almost 19 years to bring Ian Packer to justice. A botched probe from Strathclyde Police left the 27-year-old's killer free to attack other women. The First Minister says he's considering a public inquiry into the police investigation, but Margaret Caldwell, Caldwell says that could take many years to set up, so she wants an outside police force to look at the probe. A man is dead at a women's in hospital with serious injuries after a multi-vehicle crash in Glasgow last night. Emergency services were called to South Street in Scotston at around half seven to a crash involving a Mercedes, Vauxhall, Nissan and several parked cars. The driver of the Mercedes, a 26-year-old, was pronounced dead at the scene. And people are being encouraged to come together and tell the stories they couldn't share at funerals during the COVID pandemic. Today's the fourth annual day of national reflection, with many holding a minute of silence at midday. Matthew Reid from the charity Marie Curie says talking, crying and getting together is important. Many people are still carrying a deep, raw grief from the pandemic period, and some of that grief can become uh, suspended, it can become disrupted, uh, delayed, and other people are still living with the reality of that grief in their lives. With LochLomanTravel.com. Embark on a thrilling adventure with our mystery weekend getaways from only £59. Right with some sunny spells through the afternoon, then a mostly clear and dry night. Highs of 8 degrees in Bears Den, Cope Bridge, and here in Glasgow. That's you, up to date, on go. I'm Noah Khan. Go radio. Go radio. As you promised me that I was more than all the miles combined You must have had yourself a change of heart like halfway through the drive Because your voice trailed off exactly as you passed my exit sign Kept on driving straight and left our future to the right Now I am stuck between my anger and the blame that I can't face And memories or something even smoking is not replaced And I am terrified of weather cause I see you when it rains Doc told me to travel, but there's COVID on the planes And I love Vermont, but it's the season of the sticks And I saw your mom, she forgot that I existed And it's half my fault, but I just like to play the victim I'll drink 
alcohol till my friends come home for Christmas and I'll dream each night of some version of you that I might not have but I did not lose now your tired tracks in one pair of shoes and I'm split in half but that'll have to do So I thought that if I piled something good and all my bad That I could cancel out the darkness I inherited from dad No, I am no longer funny Cause I missed the way you laughed You once called me forever Now you still can't call me back And I love her mom But it's the season of the sticks And I saw your mom She forgot that I existed And it's half my fault But I just like to play the victim I'll drink Alcohol till my friends come home for Christmas and I'll dream each night of some virgin of you that I might not have but I did not lose now your tired tracks and one pair of shoes and I'm split in half but that'll have to do Another sticks and I saw your mom. She forgot that I existed, and it's half my fault. But I just like to play the victim. I'll drink alcohol till my friends come home for Christmas, and I'll dream each night of some virgin of you that I might not have, but I did not lose. Now your tired tracks in one pair of shoes, and I'm split in half. But I don't have to. Do. Touch you twice now There's lipstick on your collar You say she's just a friend now Then why don't we call her So you wanna go on with someone To do all the things you used to do To me, I swear I know you do
when she rings you up, she know where you are, but I know differently. Now she sings along when you play guitar, making brand new memories. Hope you treat her better than you treated me. I'm on to you. Ciao, adios. Still to come, classic Lionel Richie this Sunday afternoon. And we'll do some Jess Glint as well. We are, of course, the home of Crofty and Grado back tomorrow morning with our friends at Glasgow Taxis. We're talking money. Will we get a winner tomorrow? Friday, we did well. Your 60 seconds starts right now. Sam, which artist released the album Sunny Side Up in 2009? Paul and Which member of Take That replaced Simon Cowell as a judge on The X Factor? Gary Barlow. Hey, yeah, it was a 2003 hit for which duo? Outcast. Who won Best Pop Act at the 2023 Brit Awards? Pass. Gerard Crosby is the name of which Scottish artist? Pass. Which rapper featured on the Rihanna hit Umbrella? Jay-Z. What year did Adele re- release her hit single, Hello? 2009. Cruel Summer, Blank Space and Shake It Off are all songs by which artist? Mick Jagger is the lead singer of what rock band? Rolling Stones. Singer Ed Sheeran celebrated his birthday last month. What age is he? 36. Gerard Crosby was the real name of which Scottish artist? Gerard Simmons. Oh, what's true? Oh, oh. Look, it's too bad, by the way. Hey, by the way, uh, you know your music. Seven out of ten. Wow. That's, that's the best one. That is the best well one, mate. Listen up. If you are listening and you thought I could get ten out of ten, I could win 5k, get yourself registered. This is go.co.uk. Top team return tomorrow morning from six o'clock. Do the game staff at eight o'clock. So it's cross the ingredient. We'll stay in there. If you fancy it, this is go.co.uk. Maybe be on the radio tomorrow morning. Win a pile of cash.
Collective Classic Key Secret uh, Still to come Cheryl Crow and Joe Corby Jax Jones on the way shortly now if you missed any of the Go Radio Business Show a little bit earlier on uh, we do every single Sunday from 11 o'clock so Tom Hunter Lord Willie Hockey and special guests uh, loads of business advice and uh, actually let's face it two of the UK's uh, most prominent business folk entrepreneurs all the details are there and that free advice comes every single every single Sunday from 11 and you get more details at the website this is go.co.uk don't miss the Herald every day next week as we explore Scotland's relationship with alcohol. From its thriving drinks industry, a cornerstone of Scotland's exports and prowess, to the profound cultural, economic and health impact. We explore the generational divides and contrasting perspectives and learn more about the evolving attitudes and perceptions shaping Scotland's drinking culture. Don't miss this compelling spotlight on Scotland and alcohol in the Herald. Pick up the paper or subscribe at heraldscotland.com slash subscribe. Looking for a new sofa make your way to the big sofa warehouse sorry it's bigger than that what do you mean it's bigger well they have quality bespoke sofas and recliners from 699 with over 300 materials in a variety of colors and they can deliver across the central belt ah i see for your next sofa make your way to the big sofa warehouse 75 barry road hillington take junction 26 off the m8 or search for us on facebook People Go radio breakfast with Crofty and Grado Share and believe And I believe in the power of her plastic surgeon She's 77 She's older than my mum She's gone with somebody at 36 That's somebody the same age as me That's <laughs> me going up with your mum <laughs> Imagine. Remember I was at hospital with my mum uh, recently right? Yes. And I had to help her change her guni I just hope that plastic surgery goes all the way down <laughs> Waking up to Crofty and Grado. Weekdays on Go Radio Breakfast. Go Radio. Hi, I'm John Curry. This is Jax Jones. Go Radio. Go Radio. It's a lady. Yeah. I'm Charlie XCX. Just watch me. On my, on my own on a Friday night. My friends are on my phone. They keep blowing up my line. Send me your location. The Uber's outside. Watch me dance Watch me dance
Hickey. Ooh, DJ run it back. Tryna go up when balloon girl act. Double cup love in the club pitch black. Bubble gum butt coming true this ass.
favourite date is a winding road still to come Terry Swims and Pitbull on the way in a little while from now good afternoon just gone 1.30 this is Joe Kilday so we're here till uh, 2 Gina back tomorrow from 2 o'clock teaming up uh, all this coming week with Lanarkshire Athletics giving you uh, the chance to say thank you this Mother's Day with £250 to spend at the clinic nip on to the website now this is go.co.uk just let us know why the mother figure in your life is special and what makes them deserve this fantastic prize that Gina could hopefully uh, be giving them giving them a surprise call live on air fancy that this is go.co.uk you can find out all about Lanarkshire aesthetics on our website this is go.co.uk and Gina back with us tomorrow stuff to go take a picture of me with a Kodak took my life from negative to positive I just want you to know that and tonight let's enjoy life Pitbull Naya Neo that's
Lee Swins, Lose Control. It is Gold Radio, Sunday afternoon. Good afternoon, so Joe here. Uh, today from two, Zoe. You see more details about what Zoe has coming up a little while from now. Uh, plus Artie, because it is this Sunday. It's Sunday sessions time uh, from six o'clock. There's more details at the website. This is goal.co.uk. Right, still to come, Lady Gag, and we'll do Elton John and Dua Lipa on the way next to Gold Radio. Following a hugely popular UK tour, sell-out runs in London's West End and Edinburgh's Fringe Festival, Go Radio is giving you the chance to win tickets to the stage adaptation of the follow-up to Trainspotting at the King's Theatre from Friday 10th to Saturday 11th May. Set 15 years after Trainspotting, you'll see what has become of Renton, Sick Boy, Begbie and Spud. This is an extremely funny show filled with everything you'd expect from the follow-up to Trainspotting. For your chance to win tickets, head to thisisgo.co.uk. Did you know there's an exciting way to explore the sights and sounds of Glasgow and get paid whilst doing it? If you're a pure dead brilliant bus driver with a big cheery smile, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch now when you could be taking the wheel of our famous open top tour bus, making our visitors' time in Glasgow one they'll never forget. Sounds like you? City Sightseeing Glasgow, now recruiting seasonal full and part-time positions to drive our famous open top buses. Just visit citysightseeingglasgow.co.uk. City Sightseeing Glasgow, experience the city like never before.
number one for Glasgow and the West. Thank you for choosing us. It is Go Radio the Sunday afternoon. Zoe here uh, from two o'clock and tonight from six o'clock. I'll tell Josh you because it's Sunday. We do the Sunday sessions. There's more details uh, what Artie has in store uh, on our website. This is go.co.uk. Right, still to come, got the original Lady Gaga and Little Mexico. Mama told me not to waste my life. She said, spread your wings, my little
to the Go Radio Football Show at any time on 0808 17 17 700. Go, 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 I'm gonna marry the night. I won't give up on my life. I'm a warrior queen, live passionately tonight. I'm gonna marry the dark. Gonna make love to the I'm a soldier to my own emptiness, I'm a winner I'm gonna marry the night 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 I'm not gonna cry anymore I'm gonna marry the night I'm gonna lace up my boots Throw on some leather and cruise Down the street that I love And my fishnet gloves, I'm a sinner Then I'll go down to the bar But I won't cry anymore I'll hold my whiskey up high Kiss the bump, tender twice, I'm a loser
our searchlights we can see in the dark We are rockets pointed up at the stars We are billions of beautiful hearts And you sold us down the river too far What about us? to be solved We are children that need to be loved We were willing We came when you called But man you fooled us Enough is enough How What about It is called Radio. We also played Lady Gaga and Marry the Night that happens to about to do. Back tomorrow, uh, right after the Go Football Show with the friends at Go Green Property. Stick around uh, for Zoe on the way next to go. When you need a van, Sean 
Country Man at Cameron Commercials. At Cameron Commercials, sourcing top quality commercial vehicles is what we do best. With years of experience and an extensive network of trusted suppliers, we'll source the perfect vehicle for the best possible price. And as an independent company, we supply all makes and models. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, Shonja Man at Cameron Commercials. When transporting your chilled and frozen products, don't sweat the small stuff. Choose Run It Cool, the experts in temperature-controlled logistics. Get your product to your customer at the correct temperature at the right time. Run It Cool can improve the efficiency of your chilled and frozen deliveries from small to large volumes. For your reliable logistics partner and cost-effective bespoke solutions, visit runitcool.co.uk. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon. It's two o'clock. I'm Joe McGuire. The Chancellor is playing down speculation about big pre-election tax cuts this week. Jeremy